What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 121. Today with the band Dirt Bikes from New York City in Brooklyn. We got uh, Richard Lehman and Johnny Taylor, respectively. Uh, we had a fun chat uh, the other night, just kind of wanted to do a quick special episode and get this one out on the air because uh, we are playing in Brooklyn tonight at uh, the Spare Room at the Gutter Bar and uh, that bill will have uh, Souls Extolled on it as well as Demon Scar. Souls Extolled was gracious enough to invite me up. I will be doing an acoustic set uh, for that one and be opening. I think it starts around 7. But I'm excited. It's the first time uh, playing up in the city, so that'll be cool. Um, I featured Dirt Bike songs, Ocean Equals Amazing, and Sushios. Uh, Dirt Bike sounds like they've been at it the last uh, 10 years or so, so we talked about some of their stuff they've been up to uh, touring Germany, uh, among others, or among other things. So uh, it was a good little conversation for sure, and uh, definitely looking forward to hanging out with them tonight. If you're in the city, feel free to stop on by. Uh, should be a good time. In any case, uh, wherever you're listening, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting local music. Definitely always appreciate it. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast, drop a comment, rating, all that stuff. It always helps. Uh, and just little bulletin points here. Uh, the first festival for this podcast is June 4th in Baltimore, Maryland at Fishhead Cantina, featuring all bands from the show. Uh, so that'll be fun. And the two sponsors are Part-Time Rockstar Productions. We do uh, cheap, high-quality music videos. So if you're interested in that, definitely hit the email. And then uh, Truly Strings Guitar Shop in Laurel, Maryland. Uh, Steven is the luthier that works there. And uh, he's got a page on Instagram called Truly Strings. So you can check that out. But anyway, without further ado, we'll get to the conversation with Dirt Bugs. hour shift so i'm a little beat so thanks for kind of jumping on yeah um but i figured i'd try to thanks for doing this thanks for having us yeah man um i figured i'd try to you know get this done um hopefully uh by tomorrow so that way it'll be out in the airwaves by the time we're playing a show as a little extra promo yeah that's Uh, nice um you know, quick backstory, I guess, how we're hanging out all of a sudden here is uh, Mr. Zach Black, the uh, wild child, crazy Hawaiian <laughs> from uh, Souls Extolled, uh, put together a little East Coast run here. And uh, he's from Austin. And, uh, so, you know, somehow we became thr- uh, friends through this stuff. And uh, here we are. Yeah, That's- I, didn't, I didn't know he was Hawaiian. 
Uh, I believe he was born there. If he had, if he was, he definitely looks like it. If he wasn't born there, then I know he lived there for a while, but he's uh, since relocated to uh, to Austin. So yeah. Um. Anyway, that's where we're at now. This is just my little pet project that I call the uh, the part time rock star podcast thing that I've been doing cool. for a couple of years now. Awesome. I'm, uh, I'm sure you guys got a few up your way. Uh, in your neck of the woods. What, podcasts? Yeah, you know. There's a couple. There's a couple around. <laughs> yeah. I actually I actually record a lot of podcasts at the studio here. I was just editing about 18 different podcasts today, so <laughs> it's oh, wow. a little uh it's a little crazy. No, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. I always say everyone and their mom's got one, but there's really nothing wrong with that, you know. It's like Yeah, not at a, all. There's a different subgenre, sub topic for like everything that yeah. uh, you can kind of get into and uh in my opinion the world can always use a couple extra you know indie uh music podcasts you know what i mean yeah kind of yeah so um and uh richard there you are also nearby i guess yeah i'm i'm in clinton hill um brooklyn okay you yeah we're are- we're ba- our band is like sort of uh, split into two right now as far as where our, our uh, various members live. So Richard and our bass player Micah both live in Brooklyn and uh, our drummer Sergio and I both live in a town called Beacon, which is um, about an hour and a half north of, of Brooklyn. We both lived in Brooklyn for a long time. And then, okay. uh you know, Serge was the first one to come up here, and uh, and I actually didn't know Serge when I moved up here until uh, until I got up here, and then I started playing with him in another band, and uh, then uh, he he roped me into the whole dirt bikes thing. <laughs> yeah. So so, yeah, so, go ahead. so Brett, you're not you're not local then. Are you are you driving up tomorrow, or um so. Uh, Zach put us on for a couple dates, so we're this is Baltimore based, so mm-hmm. we're we're doing that tomorrow night, and then uh, we're coming up your way for the uh, for the gutter show, which is actually my first uh, rodeo, as it were, in uh, New York. <laughs> nice, sure, music wise. It's a ni- it's a nice room. I think you'll like it. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely like for a uh, like a bowling alley. You you think you'd be like kind of you know weird yeah. but it's it's like very very nice sound very it's like they do a very good job one of the best actually in brooklyn for sure um i'm uh i'm looking forward to it that's why i'm here so yeah, yeah i think you'll like it yeah you'll like um it. it looked like it was close to the brooklyn bowl too and i always see yeah, like a is. bunch of my favorite bands uh, it's kind of it, it started before brooklyn bowl though yeah so okay I was, I was gonna say i i actually when the gutter opened up uh, what year was that that it opened up? It was like 20, uh, I want to say like, I want to say it was like 2007 or eight or something like that. And there was like nowhere else to go bowling. At least you you could go down to like yeah. Sunset Park or uh, or go up to like um, Queens or something like that. And there was a couple of like old school bowling alleys. But the yeah. gutter opened up and it was like eight vintage reclaimed lanes that were just terrible and they had like these ancient computers you know like uh scoring computers but yeah it, none of that you know 
the fact that the lanes weren't like pro lanes or anything that didn't matter for us who were you know we were just looking to go you know drink a few pitchers of beer you know get a pizza <laughs> yeah. delivered from uh carmine's pizza around the corner and you know roll some bowling balls down the down the lanes with our greasy hands um me and a few friends we would go there like uh every week to to bowl this was long before they started having live music there they didn't even yeah. have like the the back room the spare room where they have the music now wasn't even open uh and we didn't even know this this space existed it's like you'll you'll see when you get there on uh on thursday it's like you got to go through the bathrooms it's kind of like a speakeasy vibe so you got to go like through past the bathroom stalls and then there's a a door with a little like you know sliding window in it that you know they let you into the into the back room to the spare room so that opened up a few years later um and some point at some point in that time frame that i was just talking about brooklyn bowl uh came about and you know brooklyn bowl was started by a few people who uh have been involved in like massively legendary new york city music venues and and booking and that kind of stuff um over the years and it's huge it's enormous it's like and and the bowling is like there's i think there's like 30 something lanes of bowling or something like that but it's almost more about the music and the food and the whole experience there um And the gutter is just more of your classic, like, you know, comfy, cozy dive bar mixed with, you know, some, you know, a few bowling lanes and it's not pretentious at all. It's great. Yeah. And, you know, it's, and it's, it, they have local bands play there like Brooklyn Bowl. Um, I mean, I was in a band once that, that, uh, you know, had the opportunity to play at Brooklyn Bowl, but like, it's, it's mostly like uh, touring, you know, larger touring acts. Yeah. Like, great great lineups you uh, know but i've i've noticed a lot of the bands i like always roll through there so i'm like hmm, yeah i yeah, kind of want to walk over there just to check it out you know yep it's kind of a like yeah i mean i think i don't know you very well yet but i think you'll find that it's kind of like a bit of a scene like you'll just be like oh uh it's kind of it's not like a very chill spot it's kind of like a yeah pretty it's a pretty big uh uh to do to go in there it's like a huge huge space and like very expensive and just kind of kind of it's not a very like inviting place i guess but i mean obviously if you if your your favorite band's playing there i i saw the akron family there uh about eight years ago and i i still think it's one of my favorite shows i've ever seen so i mean it definitely uh i've I've had some good memories there but it's a it's like a full-on like you know, huge capacity venue. It's not like a place you just like kind of roll in and kind of check out. Unfortunately, apparently on Thursday it's Nikki. Oh no, that's in Philadelphia. Because uh, mm. yeah, so Brooklyn Bowl actually has Philadelphia, Nashville. I think they have like a Las Vegas one now. It's like they've got it's like maybe, a chain. Maybe that's uh, why it seems so familiar. Then yeah. maybe I'm actually confusing like all the locations as being one. So when I see it pop up on other bands' itinerary, I'm like. I just assume it's there. It's probably like what do what do you think, like Johnny, like a thousand people capacity or something? Um like I that? think they're they're six hundred I think they're yeah. six hundred cap for for mu- for live music, if I remember yeah. correctly. Six hundred cap for live music. Um It's a big which, room. It's a, yeah, it's a big room. Yeah. It, but it's a it's a nice room. Like I think and it sounds great and you know, they've they've got a good setup there, but you know, 
I don't I I don't see dirt bikes <laughs> I would yeah, as much no, as I would love to, but I don't see dirt yeah. bikes playing there anytime soon. And around the corner, two blocks away, you got the gutter, which is, yeah. you know, um yeah. the vibe that, that works for us at this point in time. So I was gonna, I was gonna cut you off and say maybe we've wasted enough breath on this one, considering <laughs> right. uh, we're not playing there, and um, yeah. we, you know, gotta give a shout out to the gutter, the spare room, or whatever it's, uh, whatever they're calling it, because uh, yeah, that's where we're at. So absolutely, and, yeah, two hundred North Fourteenth Street in Brooklyn, that's the spot. Hell yeah, and I'm no stranger to a good dive. Um, I mean, if you've ever been down this way, even Philly, I feel like Philly yeah. and Vault, like. Uh, Philly to me is just Baltimore uh, to the exponent of four, I guess. Like <laughs> from from like, a from a size standpoint, or yeah, uh, like ge- yeah. just geographically. Otherwise, it's like identical in a lot of ways. Right. Just walking yeah. around and uh, same similar love, vibe. Yeah, but I we love just, Baltimore. We, we fight about sports, I guess. Like yeah. every city. Other than other yep. than that, though, it's like I can't tell them apart half the time. Right. If you ever, uh, if you ever want us to come down, I'm very happy to come down. Yeah, for for sure. I mean, I got a lot of slightly ambitious plans for this podcast, but one of the things I've been doing to dip my toe in the water is have, you know, some big ass backyard parties, which I've now morphed into uh, at least the first festival, I'm calling it, you know, air quotes. Um, But it is 20 bands in a couple stages. And um, a couple of stages in your backyard. Uh, No, it'll be at a venue down here. Oh, okay. Um, but it's all bands from just this show, um, up to about like 120 some odd episodes now. So, oh you wow, know, I, you got a lot I to figure, choose from. Yeah, it's. I, I hope I'm not doing too much choosing. It's. It's really. Hopefully, you know, whoever's just the most interested will hit me right. up first. Is kind of the way I try to do it. But you know, it's just something that I hope to work towards as years go by or whatever. It's only been two years of doing this, but um, you know, I'm. Telling everyone by year five, like expect a good festival. I got to work the kinks out yeah. in the meantime. Um, but you know, hopefully we can kind of branch out and do a little more of that type of thing without me going bankrupt or something. Right. You know, <laughs> that's always a risk. Yeah. But well, hey, I, if you do, at least you yeah. did it on a for, on a fun music festival, man. It's yeah, good it's for uh, a good cause, you know. Exactly. I, I'd, I'd rather do that than have like a gambling habit or something. Right. You know. It's a good point. Yep. But um yeah, we probably just gotta back up a second and just get into uh dirt bikes here. First of all, uh your name stands out, which is good. It's uh you know, I immediately saw it pop up in the bill and I was like, All right, this could be interesting. I like, like that. I I don't know what it is or what it means, but it stands out and my brain doesn't, you know, forget it easily. Um, you know, compared to say somebody's band name who is difficult to spell for instance right <laughs> and, you can't find it and, you can't, <laughs> and you can't find it anywhere and it's like right don't make me try to think too hard man like come on yeah but um <laughs> I'm, I'm a simple creature but uh anyway um yeah i was listening to it uh after work here a little bit and uh ocean equals amazing uh stood out i mean it's got I yeah guess, the most that's streams our, or whatever our- but that's our big hit, yeah. Um, damn, it sounds like straight out of the seventies. Like, oh really? Yeah, that's an interesting. Like a couple bands. I mean, obviously Sabbath being like the kings of the seventies, at least in that 
genre or that world. You know, it's got some Sabbath vibes. I know there was a band. Um, that's awesome. Wh- I've never actually heard that before. That's a that's a that's re- I like I love that. Yeah, if, if I didn't, I try to as hard as I can to listen to everything without thinking about the name or the band or whatever. It just it reminded me of like um, there's another band that basically became a new age Sabbath uh, in the 2000s called uh, Witchcraft. Oh yeah. Um, yep. Our drummer yeah. loves them. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, definitely those types of vibes. But even more, I felt like it was you know even Zeppelin in there like early BBC you know B-sides album days. It's just kind of got Whoa, that. Slow down. Slow down. You're making my <laughs> you're pumping my ego a little bit. So. Take well, it easy. don't worry. You're not gonna, <laughs> I mean, I don't think you'll have to worry about selling out arenas too soon. But, um, yeah. Rich is going to come out like looking like Robert Plant at uh, <laughs> at the gutter on Thursday. Yeah, but no, just that raw '70s vibe. Oh, that that's ro- great. That rock used to have. It's just uh, I don't know if it's partially the the way it was produced, but you know, most importantly, it's probably just the way it's obviously played and, and the way that it's one. Written. That album, well, the the Stat Ocean Equals Amazing track is off an album that was recorded in a very 70s way. It was recorded yeah. in a it non-digital yeah. Yeah. analog studio, yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking, because Witchcraft did the same thing, and they, like, you know, really old 70s amps, all 70s mics on an analog board, mm-hmm. and uh, so immediately, like, sonically, I heard that, and I was like, damn, this is, like, obviously sounds old but in like a great vintage way you know what i mean like probably sounds great on a vinyl if you guys yeah it does yeah have done that or or think i have the vinyl of that right over here yeah we'll have we'll have some vinyl of that at the show (laughs) oh perfect yeah well then uh yeah props to you because i think that uh i can help you guys just ever so slightly promote that uh i'm sure it sounds great on a vinyl yeah yeah um it's it's definitely a treat to be able to do that. I mean, I think it's getting harder and harder to produce vinyl. So, I mean, we've, we've yeah. we we don't have the capacity to do like huge runs. So to do a limited capacity is is pretty expensive. I don't think our... anyone does. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if you heard or someone was telling me the other day that like one of the one or maybe even two biggest factories mm-hmm. in China producing vinyl burned down. Yeah, I've heard that year or two. Yeah. Like, yeah, Jack White the other day just uh, yeah. or you know a yeah. couple of weeks ago uh, like sent a plea out to the major labels basically saying like look build or reopen your old pressing yeah. factories because people you know won't. third man pressing is not designed to take on the the amount of uh, manufacturing that that's being requested of them by you know they were sort of more designed for indie artists and that kind of thing and the major labels yeah. are coming to them trying to get you know, third man to, to press records for them. And they don't have, they don't have the capacity there. You know, uh, small bands like us would be waiting for a year, you know, a year or more to get their records because they have so much, uh, so many orders coming in from the, from the majors. So yeah. uh, the demand is there and it just makes sense for the larger labels who used to have their own manufacturing plants. And many of them are still in existence. They're just dormant. You know, they should, uh, reopen them up and uh, and start you know start manufacturing again. I don't think you're the only one saying that. That's for sure. Nope. So, um, but yeah, if you ever do, 
uh, get the major pressings out there. It's going to sound sick. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I guess I kind of noticed to back up, you know, further is like, you know, uh, looks like maybe the first release was in 2011. And uh, obviously here we sit in uh, 22. So just kind of curious. It uh, looks like you guys have been together a little while. I don't know if you've had, you know, lineup changes or things of that nature. But um, if you want to talk about that for a second, I mean. Yeah, we had our, uh, our 10th anniversary just about like a couple of weeks before the lockdown started. Yeah, January 2020, uh, we, we played that- a anniversary show at, at pianos in in new york city and uh you know month month or so later you know everything was locked down for covid that was interesting mm-hmm. absolute amazing show though just like yeah. i mean it was just yeah a really special moment and um yeah we've had i mean we've had uh two drummers sergio has has been in our band basically since year one but uh he was the first to kind of switch in and then um johnny is like uh i guess the the other newest member but uh i mean micah and i have uh the bassist and i have been in the band since we started in 2009 which is uh pretty wild to say that but um yeah i mean what you caught on with the dirt bikes concept is really just about you know a nonsensical kind of have fun no need yeah. to overthink it. Like it, it really isn't like about, you know, our love for dirt bikes. It's really just like yeah. that kind of, it's a, it's a, it's a fun word. And it's uh it's like the whole idea was just to have fun. And uh, um, you know, as much as we'd like to think there was like a huge concept for all this, it's just been really just like a blast just hanging out with friends and having like a, an amazing time for the last uh, what 11 years now. So or 12 years now. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And you guys are usually playing as a trio or a quattro or what's Yeah, quad, quattro. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Quattro. Quattro. Yeah, I mean Quattro. So, uh Richard mentioned some of the the history there a second ago and uh the band originally was a four piece. Yeah. Uh, a quattro. <laughs> and then the uh you know, one member left, one of the guitar players. Uh, so Richard plays sings and plays guitar. Um, and then there was another guitar player, uh, who left, uh, right, right before the coast EP, right, Richard? That was, uh, yeah, he, uh, Ocean got married, on. had kids, moved to Austin. Um, you know, it was, it was, you know, he's my best friend. So it's, it's still, it still hurts a little bit, but, uh, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, he's uh, still, still close, close yeah. friend and member of the family. Yeah. He's actually, yeah. Oh. He's, uh, I, my partner is uh, my partner's cousin is his wife, so it's 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 kind of yeah. strange that we're all kind of interconnected. So I see yeah. him all the time, but yeah, I, it just oh. it just could. He wanted to move to Austin and and pursue like kind of making that happen. And I, I right. I'll it. talk to you later one on one at the bar because I can empathize a little bit. But uh, I will say on the bright side of like my best friend moving to Austin, like. Uh, it's been, it's we're been, gonna uh, have we're gonna have shots and talk about our best friends moving to Austin. <laughs> yeah, I will say it's been really cool though to have such a good connection down there. Cause like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, no, my, my my partner is from there, so we go down all the time. And and I'm actually from Texas. I'm I was going to say we, should, we sh- shouldn't forget the fact that Richard is a, uh, I'm just a not native from, Texan. I'm just not from the cool part of Texas, so it's it's That's hard. Fair. Well, most Everybody's of it is like, just a desert, so. <laughs> no, not actually. It's pretty big. It's a pretty big state. That's what it's I mean. Actually, it's, just... it's got a lot of different climates. Actually. Were you born in the desert, Richard? I wasn't. No, okay. I didn't think so. I'm the DFW Metroplex. DFW. I'm going to be flying through DFW uh, on That's my way a to Towson. Hell, hell of an airport. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. you know, just uh, get, your, get your chilies too in while you can. Go for right? It. Yeah. Um, so then after, after Ryan moved to Austin, uh, dirt bikes was a three piece for a while. And, uh, then, uh, it was around what? 2017, I think 2017 when dirt bikes came into my studio, uh, courtesy of Sergio. And, uh, we recorded an album. Um, I was engineering it at the time. I was not in the band. And, uh, shortly after that, I think you guys, had me sit in for a couple of songs at a show that my band was playing with dirt bikes. My, another band that I was in at the time was playing with dirt bikes and the vibe was pretty cool. And, uh, I knew the songs cause I recorded them. <laughs> and then yeah. you guys asked me to go on tour with you in Germany. And, uh, after that, I guess I was were, in the we, we converted you. Yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, by the end of that trip, you were like, I, I, I need to be in this band, which was a very sweet thing. It was, it was very nice. Yeah. It was like no, a nice, I mean, nice feeling. I love it. And I, and I, a good I, way to swindle somebody in. It was, it's not I a mean, bad start. it yeah. was a pretty nice little, yeah. Well, so our, I mean, yeah, our bassist is German and she's oh, done a go. hell of a job, uh, uh, promoting us over there over the years and getting us gigs. And, and we have, uh, uh, a lot of friends through her, uh, that have kind of, hooked us up with gigs and equipment and um shows and and um yeah and so when johnny was kind of you know mulling this over i was like this isn't like we're all gonna be like uh sitting in a horrible like uh tour bus like lamenting why we're doing this this is gonna be like we're gonna be enjoying the hell out of this and just like having a good time and and just like having a vacation and he was like that sounds yeah. pretty good and yeah it, it was it was it was a really good time you didn't have to do too much arm twisting believe yeah, me yeah it, it was it was a really I was good definitely time. psyched to go on that uh on that tour and they treat yeah, you right over there that's for sure oh yeah yeah i was i was just gonna say we were, we're hoping to get back we were supposed to to uh, we were trying to go back in 2019 and some logistical stuff fell through and then we were you know aiming for 2020 and then you know no one went anywhere in 2020 basically so um now that like touring and traveling is finally more realistic again uh we're uh we're trying to figure out when we can get back maybe later this year but possibly next year if if we can't do it this year um but actually the day after the gutter show micah is flying back to germany for like a month uh yeah hang out with some family so maybe maybe we should uh you know see if we can assign well, her to hook up some shows while she's there for us i was gonna say me me and old richard here are gonna have to have a chat at the bar again <laughs> because I like this. that'll be the, uh, the second shot uh, like, yeah. first what did i say before we gotta talk yeah. about austin now yep. we gotta talk about 
Germany. Best friends moving right. to Austin. Um, torn in Germany. I've been barking up that tree for a little while because uh, one of my friends' dads has a radio station in Berlin, I think. Oh, nice. Or if it's nice. not Berlin, then it's Munich or one of those places. Yeah. And, um, you know, I have to forgive my American ignorance, but I do know when I get off the plane sometimes in Europea, I get greeted in German because mm. people just look at me and think, oh, look at that guy. He definitely <laughs> <laughs> speaks German. And uh, I'm like, no. Definitely, <laughs> definitely don't. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> Just another dumb American. You're wearing, but, you normally uh, wearing your lederhosen when you get off the plane? Is that what's going on? I don't know. Let's just say I fit the stereotype physically, I guess, or something. And, All uh, right. <laughs> they, uh, so anyway, I've been thinking, you know, might not be a bad bad idea to go tour over there, especially and, because and, they, they still seem to fly the flag of rock and roll pretty high yeah. there. They, they have, yeah, I mean, they won me over. We did, we've done it three times. We've, we've toured there three times as this kind of like self, uh, self tour little thing that we've done. And, uh, every single time it's just been, I think my favorite story is that we played this little bar that was basically a pub, like a tiny little pub. Uh, this was not the year that Johnny went, but uh, I was. I think this was the first time we went. And and uh, this guy, we we show up in our little uh, our rental car, rental van thing, and we have our all of our equipment. We're all like, you know, we we feel like we're, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin. Here you go. Uh, yeah. And then we walk in, and he's like, uh, "What's going on?" <laughs> like it's just like yeah. an empty like pub. And Micah starts talking to him in German, and then he's like, "It starts to, uh, it starts to be apparent that he didn't rent the PA equipment oh, yeah. for the for the day, <laughs> and he doesn't really have like the space for us anyway, and he may have been like slightly confused, and so we're all like kind of upset because we're out of a gig, we're all like getting all like in this like you know self-involved kind of like, well, you know, fuck this, and then all of a sudden he's as he's like you know, like talking to Micah, he just starts getting out like the, the, the steins and like pouring bit burger, like one yeah. by one. And we're like, wait, what is he doing? And then he's just like handing it to us, like, like for this like very apologetic, like tone. And then he's like, if you want you you can go, like he even says in English, he's like, please, you know, go to the, like, these are on me. Please go to the back garden and enjoy yourselves. Like, I'm very sorry. I feel horrible. And uh, yeah. we're, we're sitting out there and we're like lamenting again. And the next thing you know, he like walks up to us like out of nowhere and just hands us a hundred euro. And he's just like, I, this is my, this is my fault. I, I, you've come all this way. I was like, this doesn't happen in, yeah. this doesn't happen. This is yeah, like, that's, that's, that's like, that's like, that's distinction. I mean, that's just like, I don't know. Like we were like, no, 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 please. And he was like, he's like, no, no. And then like, he's like, let me refill your glasses. And he's like, here's, here's some money and then you know please don't think badly of us and we were just like yeah. i mean that just changed the whole landscape of, of playing over there i was like wow they really respect like i i, I guess you call it the craft i mean it was it was just yeah. like it was just a, a really amazing thing I, and then i just changed my whole perception after that europe in general uh i i find have found in the times that i've you know the opportunities i've had to play there um, and especially Germany, but, you know, many places in Europe are similar 
um, not only do they appreciate the craft of of live music and particularly of rock and roll um, yeah. in a way that I feel like American audiences have. I think part of it's because we're oversaturated. There's so much more of it here and it's, you know, almost become more of a, of a, you know, a commodity here. But, you know, not only is there still a a pretty significant level of appreciation for rock and roll music in Europe. And, uh, you know, I think that American bands coming over there are also uh, given a sort of greater level of, of, you know, appreciation, but they also compensate bands. Like you actually get paid, <laughs> you know, it's not like you're, it's the pay to play type thing that happens here at a lot of places. And I think, you know, we're a New York band and a New York independent rock bands. Like I've heard in other cities in, in the U S and when I've, you know, done some touring in other places, I think that it's not as bad as it is in New York, but a lot of smaller clubs in New York just, you know, it's a it's a cut of the door, and there's no guarantee of, of anything. Maybe you get a drink ticket or something like that. But oh, yeah. in Europe, you know, you get meals, you get uh, you know lodging. In many cases, the venues will hook you up with lodging or at least help the you. Beer, with it, the beer. You know? Oh my god! Oh, yeah. And of course, Jeez. you get some of the best beer there is in the world. Oh I mean, god! It's like, delicious. Just insane. Yeah. 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 No, it's on my list of pilgrimages for sure given that i'm basically german and swedish so yeah. i gotta go go back to the, it. The, the homeland but right i'm getting more and more of these cookie crumbs I keep being whispered in my ear about rock music over there too and i'm just like damn it um i gotta i gotta start making this happen so um you know got the podcast i guess i should probably drop a few lines over there but yeah, well, maybe maybe I uh, work on the language, you know, a couple of a couple of German bands and and get them on the podcast and then, you know, try to link up a show with them over there. I mean, Johnny's got yeah. a yeah, he's got a plan for you. There you go. That's what you do. Yeah. All and, right. and hook us up when you do. We'll, we'll get some we'll get some shows together in uh, in Germany oh, as well. You know, you'll be my first call. Sweet. For sure. <laughs> I, I need someone to show me around who's American <laughs> and won't make fun of me for not being able to say beer in german even though i think right. it's just beer i mean we basically sure. when we go over there mike it's like micah can you can you order me micah can you <laughs> can, what micah i'm hurt can you tell the doctor that i broke my leg micah can you <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's our our built-in translator tour guide uh, everything although you mom. know i think it's it's uh yeah band mom um i i think uh germany is pretty good about you know many many people speak english so oh yeah, uh, yeah. Generally, and it's a little Berlin bit. Berlin is like I, I that oh, was yeah. also like I was like, the first time I went to Berlin, everybody was hanging out. There were like all these Americans, and I was just like, yeah, just like found myself chatting to you at the bar, and then I was like, do you so speak, many expats. Yeah, I was like, do you speak German? Yeah. They're like, no. And I was like, but everyone else of, does. I was like, that's right? kind of fucked yeah. up, though. They're like, oh, it's amazing here. I was yeah. like, oh my yeah. god, Jesus. All right. Yeah, you can yeah. you can live in Berlin and not necessarily know how to speak German. It's yeah. uh, it, it's doable. That's what, I, that's what I've heard. So yeah, you can um, Berlin but, for sure. I mean, Berlin is like yeah. New York. It's like huge. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, definitely looking forward to the show. Uh, yeah, so are we. Two nights away now. Whatever it is, Brain's right. not really firing all cylinders currently, but. Um, uh, <laughs> 
I do know once I wake up tomorrow, I'll start getting my rock and roll pants on again. So you play uh, in you play in Baltimore tomorrow night. Yeah. And you play in Brooklyn on Thursday night. Yeah. And have you played with Souls Extolled yet? I just did uh, at South by. uh, Nice. Wow. Um. So that's a that's a big deal. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, let's just say they uh they like to bring the party. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, please, I I wasn't. Uh, wow, South by party. I they, mean, uh, I use that term we, lo- loosely. What uh, are we about to see on Thursday? Are we gonna? You have to ask Zach, and honestly, I don't think Zach knows, and I don't <laughs> think right. he'll, and I don't think he'll mind me saying that either. So it sounds like you had a great time in South by then. That's that's awesome. Oh yeah, I mean, because of this, you know, podcasting stuff, it's like pretty easy to meet people, and then it's like the power of the internet becomes real, and it's kind of kind of awesome. (laughs) Really, you just never know like who's gonna who you're gonna make friends with. I guess. Yeah. Um, So. I uh, also have to mention probably that for some reason, because I'm using the peasant version of Zoom, um, it's going to kick me off in four or five minutes, which uh, isn't totally bad because we've been rocking and rolling here for the last 35. Totally. It's been a good combo. But suffice to say, maybe it's a good time to wind her down and we'll continue the conversation uh, in 48 hours. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Over a couple of so. shots at the bar, uh, oh, yeah. in between songs, chatting about, you know, friends moving to Austin and, you know, German oh, trips yeah. and all that kind of good and stuff. We got a we got a nice little spot uh in Brooklyn as well. Uh oh the, yeah. What, the band so household. You... So I know nothing of New York City other than a few yeah, war where you, stories. Where are you um, staying in uh in Brooklyn out of curiosity? I wouldn't even if I knew the address, I probably wouldn't uh, translate well to you. Right. I, I just <laughs> literally, I booked a place that looks. Is like it? It's is a, it the first time you have? A, have you been in Brooklyn? I think so. Usually, our, <laughs> you our tra- think so? Yeah. I usually, like the only times I've been in New York City were in my early twenties, uh, and let's just say we were visiting uh, some nearby colleges, and we made our rounds. We mm-hmm. got around, but God knows where we actually were. And at least right. if you ask me, uh, I just knew we we were definitely in Manhattan at certain points, and everything else is a blur. Right. So I'll be happy to be there as an adult now and, and try to, uh, you know, actually pay attention to stuff. But uh, as long as I leave with all my internal organs and my car and my money or my wallet then i'm cool no guarantees no guarantees in new york city but well, yeah, i mean I, I would then yeah go back to where what part of brooklyn you're staying <laughs> all right it looks like be. some it looks like a, a relatively sketchy airbnb but uh inside it looks nice it look kind of going back to the venue itself it looks like you have to like go in a side door or something but <laughs> yeah it, it'll be fitting for especially souls or souls extolled i feel like there they'll uh they'll love it are you guys all staying so, together in in yeah. this Airbnb? Uh, cool nice yeah, so that's obviously party where the after party is if you want to talk about berlin or austin or god there knows go. what else so perfect send zach, us the address zach will probably want to talk about <laughs> aliens for like 45 minutes oh so yeah i can definitely talk about and talk about some aliens all right so as long Close as you encounters can, of the fifth kind i've had a few of those 
there you go. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll pick up also the next podcast maybe on that subject. We'll we'll go down that rabbit hole a little more. You know, sweet, fantastic, love it. Um, All right. Last last question: uh, Did you want Ocean Equals Amazing as the song featured on here, or did you want uh, a different one? Uh, well, I think it would be fitting. Well, since Johnny's not actually on that track, it would be fitting to. Uh, feature something from our our most recent EP that came out actually during uh, the lockdown, uh, okay. Sucios. Uh, if if you see that on Spotify or whatever uh, that you're using, um, just but, uh, honestly, if you can, just send me the MP3s. I mean, yeah. you can send me, oh, yeah, yeah, send sure. me two songs too. It doesn't have to be yeah. just one. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I think Ocean's a good uh, one because it's a it's a you know it's sort of a signature track for the band. Sure, and, sure. Uh, and and then I'll send it. you. I'll send you Susios, the actual title track okay. of that EP as well. I'll send you those too. Cool. So I'll slap those um, on there. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I should be able to get this out in the airwaves by Thursday morning, 0600, nice. hopefully. Cool. So just in time <laughs> nice. for early morning rush hour for people. Yeah, this is man. I like to look at it. Drive time radio. I am cool. from the damn working class, so yep. I know what it's like to get up <laughs> fucking early and right. uh, need a podcast yeah. to listen to. So, I've yeah, got a, sure. an 11 month old right now that so I'm I'm also aware of the early hours. Exactly. <laughs> for so. yeah, for for a whole other reason. Hey, yeah. that's working class too, man. Yeah. That's the original child working class. class. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, thanks so much for having us on, Brett. We really appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks so much. That was a, it was nice to a little nice surprise. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, no problem, man. Pretty cool I mean, that uh, we already have our talking points for the for the bar. Oh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited I'm, about that. I'm ready. I All right, definitely cool. Definitely ready. All right, cool. cool. All right, see you Thursday. All right. All right. Later. See you. All right, later. Bye. So anyway, made it this far. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks to Richard and Johnny for coming on the show. The song you hear in the background is called Sushios. So uh, definitely go check that out if you like it and uh, if you're in the city feel free to come by the show we'll be uh, having a good old time too <laughs>